0: there we go good morning everybody hello and welcome to our stock market update where we're always covering what you need to know as we approach the trading day in 15 minutes or less it is thursday september 16th and let's look at the charts now yesterday we actually had a decent update the nasdaq snapped a five-day losing streak so Five days straight yesterday opened higher. It looked like we might see that continuation to the downside yesterday, but a nice close, up eight tenths of a percent. The Dow also coming off of uh, these recent lows, closing higher. It was the s and p that led the way yesterday, up nine tenths of a percent. really looking pretty strong for most of the day, opening slightly higher, not making new lows here in this uh, recent move lower and uh you know closing up nine tenths of a percent so pretty decent day yesterday now looking at futures overnight we actually had a pretty steady decline not not a big drop but just a gradual decline uh, throughout most of the overnight session and then we had a big jump here that uh, brought us back to break even So we were looking at a lower start. Why the jump? Why this move here? Well, it was retail sales. Let's go ahead and look at the economic calendar. There are really two reports that traders were keeping an eye on this morning, but core retail sales was the biggie, at least based on the result. Uh, Core retail sales for August actually had a surprise increase. So Uh, analysts expected a 0.1% drop in core retail sales. And that actually was definitely off because August retail sales came in at 1.8% higher. Uh, So big change there. We see that the core retail sales is a total value of sales at the retail level, excluding automobiles. So nice little jump uh, here. If we Take a look at retail sales. Retail sales also a, a big beat or win here. The expectation was minus 0.7%. And instead, retail sales came in at 0.7%. So if we look at the numbers here, this is the, the best retail sales result since April. Uh let's go back to core retail sales. Uh, Yeah, the uh, core retail sales, same thing. The best numbers since April. So pretty strong month for retail. And uh, that comes as a bit of a surprise. So uh, that's a positive for the markets. We also had unemployment claims. Unemployment claims uh, last week came in at 312,000 claims uh, for the prior week. That was a pandemic low, going back to March of 2020. This week, it crept higher. Uh, the actual was 332,000 Americans filing for unemployment uh, last week. That's a little bit higher than expected, with uh, the expectation being 325,000. Uh, so this creeping higher, it's, you know, I, I wouldn't say that that this is what traders are really focused on. This is a weekly report and it can fluctuate you know pre pandemic this report it could move the market but uh, really that jobs report was always the the key what traders really really focused on since the pandemic people have been watching unemployment claims a lot closer just because it's you know a weekly uh, number to get a feel for the employment and how covid is affecting employment so uh, this has taken on a little more weight but i would say that this reaction here is really to this surprise in, in retail sales just uh, coming out of nowhere, really. Now, if we look back at the E-Mini S&P, we, we see that this jump and uh, the the rally since has erased the lows or the, the small losses that we had going into the open before the report. But we're still down a little bit for the, the session. I mean... You know, not even a full one tenth of a percent. So uh, trying to, to get back to break even, erasing most of the losses, I would say, uh, not all of the losses yet. The Dow did turn po- uh, positive. So Dow futures getting a little more of a boost, up just 29 points, which is nothing for the Dow, uh, but still taking the, the Dow from negative territory, uh, looking at a lower open to slightly positive. The NASDAQ, not as. You know, affected as much. Actually, we, we did see a little bit of a jump here, uh, but we see that not the same enthusiasm over retail sales. That retail sales number is having more of an impact on the S&P and the Dow, and uh, that will likely continue to be the case when U.S. markets open. So uh, even the S&P, mini Dow coming off session lows, NASDAQ, not as excited about those numbers, and we see that we're, we're dipping just a little bit. So Looks like a mixed start for futures uh, if this continues. Dow up a little bit, S&P down a little bit, NASDAQ down a little bit more, and uh, we'll see if this holds up as we approach the U.S. Open. Now, let's take a look at some movers here. Let's look at MRNA. Now, there's been a lot of controversy over the booster shot, and, and actually this was up a little bit more. Uh, you know, earlier and, and now it looks like it's flat. So it looks like traders are, are are just you know not not too excited about this or the impact of it on the stock. Uh, let me go to a daily chart. Let's reset it. There we go. So pretty much flat pre market, and that did change. Now, there's been a lot of controversy for the need of booster shots, whether they're important, whether they're, uh, there's proof to to say that it's needed, and also whether we should be getting boosters while there's still people around the world who are not vaccinated. Uh, so that's been up for debate, even though the White House has encouraged it, and, and uh, it, it sounds like it's it's you know definitely something that's being suggested. Um, Moderna, they provided some data claiming that breakthrough cases were far less frequent. So they released more data that actually supported boosters and uh, the government uh, government advisors will be meeting Friday to debate the need for boosters. Uh, but some more data coming out uh, so far, it's been you know kind of inconclusive, but it looks like more and more data is pointing to the benefit of boosters and Moderna contributing to that, but not, making a whole lot of movement pre-market um although it was up a little bit more earlier now some big news this week let's look at win here win and some of these casino stocks that have exposure in macau have just been hammered over the last couple of days and uh when taking a, another beating yesterday down a little bit more today so pre-market down three percent LVS is another one. Las Vegas Sands. Uh, Las Vegas Sands had a pretty good comeback yesterday, uh, opening lower and then reversing course. Not quite getting positive uh, based on the previous day's close, but uh, a pretty good reversal there. Down another 2.4% pre-market. Now, full disclosure, Marcus and I, we do have a position in this uh stock and we actually sold some 37 puts so we'll see if we get assigned at the end of the week on those 37s um but uh this uh macau uh move is, is making for an interesting uh scenario for these stocks and jp morgan they actually downgraded both Wynn and las vegas sands from neutral to overweight uh because of macau's decision to tighten regulations in the gaming industry and the uncertainty around this, what it will actually mean. Now, the interesting thing is so the, a, blue, a Bloomberg index that tracks casino operators and uh, six of the Macau uh, operators, it was down 23% yesterday, the biggest one-day fall on record. And I didn't know this, but Macau's casinos rake in around $37 billion in annual rev- revenue. And that's roughly five times more than the Vegas Strip. So I've never been there, of course. You know, I, I've been to Vegas for sure, uh, but five times more revenue. That just puts, uh, you know, how big that gaming industry is into perspective, and uh, some regulations and you know restrictions there, and you know how that could impact the stock. Las Vegas uh, Sands actually got out of uh, Vegas, and so they have full exposure there. Uh, we'll see where this ends up. We'll see where this ends up. Uh, but there's a 45-day period where uh, regulators are, are looking at you know, making some decisions and changes there to supposedly improve uh, the gaming industry. But that might not be a positive thing for these stocks. And that's why they're taking a bit of a beating. Now, on a positive note, let's look at CELH. Uh, full disclosure, this is another stock that uh marcus and i have exposure in uh, actually we bought options on this uh, with a power x signal and they are up 2.3 percent uh pre-market pretty nice run up here and the reason why jeffries initiated its coverage of the company with a buy rating saying celsius is a disruptive brand in the energy drink uh category so celsius looking pretty good pre-market uh, it looks like we might hit our second target. We had an earlier target hit on this move. And like in that pre-market action, especially considering I have some exposure to this one. Um, you know, it, it really was a, a day of analyst upgrades and downgrades, really. Uh, let's look at uh, Beyond Meat. So Wynn in Las Vegas Sands downgraded. Celsius Holdings upgraded beyond me down almost three percent pre-market this takes um where are we at yeah so this takes beyond down to lows not seen since may uh so beyond me just kind of drifting lower uh you know for months now and uh they had an analyst downgrade piper sandler Downgraded the stock to overweight, saying that retail momentum lags consensus expectations. Another analyst mover, let's look at car. Avis budget, they're up over 2% pre-market. They were actually upgraded to a buy rating by Bank of America. Bank of America, uh, the, the, the rental car industry has been a mess, right? They had to sell a lot of their fleet because of the pandemic when nobody was... Uh, renting cars and traveling. And then they were scrambling to find cars to rent. And because of that, uh, the uh, low supply, high demand, they're charging high prices for these rentals. And that's actually a good thing uh, for the company. Bank of America believes that higher revenue per day because of the ongoing demand and lower inventory will continue into 2022. So what at first looked like a nightmare situation has actually turned into a profitable one because people want to rent their cars and the car rental companies can charge more because there isn't that much uh, inventory uh, to be renting out. All right, let's look at another one. Cisco. Cisco, up over 1%, so not a huge move, but nice little jump pre-market. They had their investors day and after... Investors a Credit Suisse upgraded the stock to outperform after the event. So little jump there for Cisco and another analyst uh, making a decision there. Let's, uh, let's take a look at some of these Chinese stocks. We've talked about the uh, increased regulations and uh, restrictions in China and just how that's really hurting some of these Chinese stocks that are listed on u.s exchanges baba being one of them down about two percent pre-market so uh, baba looking at potentially trading at lows uh, not seen since august of 2019 so down a little bit more as the move lower continues let's look at jd jd is also down is this yeah jd.com okay uh, so down almost 2% pre-market, uh, JD, you know, taking the same hit, but finding some stability and, and moving sideways and, uh, not having the same, same, uh, move lower that Baba had, but down about 2% as well. Pinduoduo, another one, uh, sliding and down about one and a half percent here. So Chinese stocks taking a little bit of a hit, uh, as we head into the open, well, There's some movers for you. It looks like futures still are mixed with the Dow slightly higher. That's going to do it for today's stock market update. I'm going to head over so we can trade with our mastermind group. Uh, If you like these videos, please give it a thumbs up. I'll be here tomorrow with another stock market update. And until then, happy trading, everybody.